Three, two, two one. one. Yo, what's up, Kev? What's going on, man? Chilling, man. Word up, word up. Man, I almost cut my hair today, man. Like, like this close. Like gone? Off. Yeah. How come? Yep. Man, it's just, I don't know about this, man. I don't know. How long has your wife had her, her locks for? Long time. Long time. How, how she's doing it, yeah. I think she's probably she's probably closer to wherever you're at than than you would think. Okay, fair point. Whoa, what kind of liquor are we doing right now? Yeah, we got. It's a it's it's a Monday night. We 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 having a great Monday. I got water. Okay. Damn, I'm I'm not keeping up right. I am not holding up my end of the bargain on this show. You have to you have to live your own life, man. You're a grown man. Uh, that is true. That is true. However, the fact that I'm drinking water right now while you got a nice little shot, double shot, right, it looks man. like. It's okay. Of what I'm assuming is premium birthday whiskey, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I was going to lie to you and tell you it was, but it's just because I didn't want to get up on a stool and reach into the back of the cabinet. <laughs> I didn't have that kind of time on my hands. Fair point. I had to go, I had to go mid-shelf. <laughs> Mid shelf. It's better than any. I don't think I have any alcohol in there. Oh, yeah, I have wine. So, yeah. <laughs> it's what's left. And as you, yeah, I was going to say, and as you say, wine, it's, it's what's left. Um, yo, Kev, since you jinxed us on the Dodgers game, um, the Dodgers oh, series. Dude. Do you want to explain to the people? That's the opening question. Do you want to explain to the people how you ruined LA's chances of going to the World Series? I, I yes, gladly. This is okay. So let's just be upfront with this. This is my excuse for not being an avid sports fan. <laughs> this is basically just a joke. <laughs> but I, but I tell you what, man. When I tune in late, the Dodgers win. Like if the okay. if the final pitch, the final strike is sailing over the plate. At a, a home game, bottom of the ninth, or top of the ninth, we're good. You're good. Okay. If I tune in, you know, like top of the seventh, bottom of the sixth, and things are looking good, the tide will turn rapidly. <laughs> so you you just tuned in too early for us to win. Single-handedly. It, not for nothing, I was wearing my, my Angels jersey while I was... Oh, <laughs> man. This is bad. This is really bad. I'm having... Um, you know, we're in the middle of the sports trifecta, right? We're baseball, mm-hmm. football, and uh, well, are we? basketball. Are we still combined. in the middle of it? Are we really? I mean, seriously. I mean, well, considering us, everything that's care. going on right now. Right, right. But, you know, for, for those of us more privileged enough to be concerned with sports, <laughs> we are in the middle of it. Um, and, I, man, I'm having a time of my life sports-wise. I, I, I'm really enjoying myself, man. Yeah. Really I can. I mean, no matter As long even, as somebody from L.A. is playing, if somebody from L.A. or formerly of L.A. is playing, I tune in. They lose the game in the last inning of the baseball game. I tune in, uh, even though they're not from, they're not an LA team anymore. The head coach 
has to resign because of racism. I tune in and two of the star players are fighting on the bench. <laughs> so you just what you just what, have to what is this? Yeah, I have no idea. I I thought that was I thought it was actually entertaining. And what what is <laughs> most most entertaining is like I all right, so I'm sure anybody listening to this show by now knows that I am an avid Laker fan, um, <laughs> but I am not a fan of other Laker fans. And I've, I've said this yeah. on this show quite a bit, that my least favorite fan base is Laker fans. And um, I, w- I wanted the Lakers to go like, they, they won um, yesterday, mm-hmm. as of the day we're recording this, and I wanted the Lakers to go like 0-15 before they won their first game. Like I I just <laughs> I wanted it to get really bad and everyone to be like, you know, I wanted heart attacks and just various circumstances of of fallout. But um you know, I realized that that's just because I'm a horrible person and I like to see people upset and aggravated when I know they're off the deep end. You enjoy and, the um, chaos. I'm not getting it. I do. I really do, especially when I don't feel like the team's going to lose in the end. Uh. I actually do enjoy the chaos. So I was, I was kind of like when they won, I was like, ah, man, (laughs) all right, fine. (laughs) Fine, That's because, that's because your boy Kev settled into a long winter's nap yesterday afternoon. (laughs) Did you now? Oh my God. Dude, I am the nap God. (laughs) Yesterday I was the nap God. Oh my God. Yeah, that is. Like when you wake up and your wife's just looking at you like. Did you really sleep all day? Like, oh, <laughs> why wake up now? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Take a shower and <laughs> knock on out. <laughs> yeah, I've. Um, I, it's crazy. Um, yeah, naps are like these really special things. It's I have the power of the nap over forty. Oh my god, who knew? I'm gonna I start, just, dude. I should never take naps. Yeah. Seriously, the whole the the rap sex radio cinematic universe. Everyone's superpower will just be <laughs> a quickly ensuing nap, dude. Yeah, and you know me. Before we move on, for those who do not know me, man, I could fall asleep anywhere, just about anywhere. Oh yeah, I have knocked out right next to the speaker at a club mm-hmm. without a single issue. What's when I am ready to go? It's a wrap. Don't ask me no questions. I tried. Just know I put up a hell of a fight. But that was it. So, yeah. Uh. (laughs) You know me. As much as I would not take a nap at home, I would definitely sleep right through your set. (laughs) At a a show like Trey, did you see my set? Nope. Matter of fact, (laughs) I remember when they tore down uh, House of Blues, I was like, damn, I've had so many good naps at House of Blues. <laughs> I was like, that is that was the one thing I thought. Like, man, I had some good sleep there. Like standing right people sets. Well, no, you, you know they had a the <laughs> backstage area or whatever. The couch was like comfortable. Ooh, fancy. So I, I'd be out. <laughs> Knocked out. Um anyway. You're lucky, man, you're lucky you never got bed bugs. <laughs> that's true. Or or <laughs> rabies or whatever is going on on them couches. Incense, incense flavored bed bugs. <laughs> Yo, we going to the other side, man. Yo, you ready, Kev? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all, let's go. <laughs> Incense flavored bed bugs. Wow.
Rap Sucks Radio. Black, 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 black. What up, y'all? You alive on Rap Sucks Radio with your homeboy track life and your fam, Kev Sakota. Sir Jinx. <laughs> Saw Sir Jinx belly. <laughs> hey, people think that Ruth Ellen is spelled with an F because of that. <laughs> because of that song. <laughs> Yo, I've been watching the I've been watching the um the second season of the Wu Tang uh you know series the American saga. Yeah. A lot of ice cube, man. Really? A lot of ice cube like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. They were big. Yeah. They were big into Ice Cube, or or there was a lot. Like I'm. I'm not, I mean, I'm yeah, I think Cube was very influential at that. I mean, you know, as he was it's, out here, he you know, he was influential across the country. It's pretty hard to have a conversation about Ice Cube with people now, because mm. I don't think people, if you weren't there, and and I'm I'm being very serious, if you weren't there, you don't understand how extremely influential Ice Cube was. Like, when Death Certificate, by the time Death Certificate dropped, Ice Cube ruled the planet, as far as I'm concerned. His records were pretty much the best records out. They were a bridge between both sides, you know, the NWA sound and the Public Enemy sound, which was, you know, basically the two, I would say, two most popular sounds at the time. Which Uh, were a lot of the same sound, essentially. Yeah, they were. They were. But, uh, but... Bomb Squad, right? But, um, but I would say with Death Certificate, with Jinx and mm-hmm. them on the beach, like it just, it just had its, it kind of took a life of its own. And then by the time Jack and for Beats came out, like Cube was, you, you talk about a rapper that was on top, like it's just, it was crazy. So when you talk to people now about Ice Cube, it's like they don't remember how either they don't remember or they weren't there to remember how how dominant. Like his his run was, he was yeah. he's the premier MC at the time, Man. and was and was spitting just raw, real, you know, like just actual street, like not just street, like you know, I'm out here selling dope, not like that. Like when you think of, uh, I don't know if what's its title is. I think it's more than a bush, mm, mm-hmm. but you just think of how how raw that song was. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's hard, yeah. It's, yeah. it's hard to really even discuss him now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? A bird in the hand. It's worth more than the bush, boy. He had Asian, he had, he had Asian people out there. <laughs> Maybe not loudly singing, but at least mouthing, <laughs> enthusiastically mouthing the words to, to, to Black Korea. I've had several, several discussions about that song with several different people. And it's it's such an it's it was such an eye-opening discussion. Like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> that that might have had like a different impact <laughs> than, I, than I would have thought it would have had. Oh yeah, okay. There you go. <laughs> Just when you thought you couldn't learn anything new. Um <laughs> uh, 
Anyway, what up, y'all? You are live on Rapsucks Radio and Homework Track Life. Your fam camps code, as I stated earlier, man. Uh, thank y'all for tuning in. We appreciate each and every one of y'all. If you would like to catch our show, any past episodes of our show, you can go to rapsucksradio.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms, or you can catch us on TV on BTSN. That's Behind the Scenes Network. You download the app or the channel on your uh, Roku or any of your Amazon Fire devices. Click on the Apple channel, BTSN, BTSN Pass, uh, Behind the Scenes Network, We Want In. Yo, Kev, we've got a fun-filled show. I do think this is actually pretty fun. What up, Lo? What is... <laughs> what's even uh, more entertaining about the show is my wife actually asked what we were going to talk about. And I said, you know, oh. I haven't really gone through the rundown. What do you think we should talk about? And she said... Um, you know, are you guys going to talk about the jobs thing and how people oh. are not? And I was like, oh, you know what? I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about it. Then I looked at the rundown and Kev, who has got to chill? <laughs> I was going to say Big Daddy Kane. <laughs> not exactly. <laughs> I was going to say horrible bosses. How about horrible bosses? Horrible bosses gotta chill. So the topic title for this one is written by me, I believe. Uh, mm -hmm. Even Big Daddy Kane couldn't get the job done if you're not hiring, right? <laughs> so my wife was actually right. We actually are going to talk about uh, the current job market and people leaving and not being hired and if, situations by the way, of that nature. Fellas, if you're going to say my wife was right, mm -hmm. just do yourself a favor. Don't throw the word actually in the middle of that uh, sentence. Listen, and you've already like you've already years. decided to take the leap. Just say my wife was absolutely right. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got to save faces some to some point. So, <laughs> all right. So the reason for this topic is uh, a worker in Florida applied to sixty entry level jobs in September and got one. Kev, <laughs> one interview. Sixty entry level jobs in uh, in September and got one interview. Uh, the source for this is businessinsider.com. The players involved are bosses and hourly workers. Uh, so here we go. Joey Holes uh, re recalled first hearing complaints about a labor shortage last year. Over the next several months, the 37-year-old watched as a growing chorus of businesses said they couldn't find anyone to hire because of government stimulus money. It was so ubiquitous that he joined a no-one-wants-to-work Facebook group where users made memes deriding frustrated employers. He said he found it hard to believe that government money was keeping people out of the labor force. Me too, Joey. Me too. Especially when the, the end of uh, expanded federal unemployment benefits did not seem to trigger a surge in uh, employment. All expanded benefits ended as I try to expand my screen, actually, uh, ended in September, but 26 states, including Florida, ended them as early as June and July of this year, 2021. So Holes, a former food service worker and uh, charter boat crewman, decided to run an experiment. On September 1st, he sent a job application to a pair of restaurants that had been pub uh, particularly public about their staffing shortages, uh, staffing challenges. Uh, then... Kev, he widened the test and sp mm -hmm. spent the remainder of the month applying to jobs, mostly at employers vocal about lack of workers and tracking his journey in a spreadsheet. This dude is that's my kind of guy. When you, when you bust out the spreadsheet, that's I'm ready for it. Yo, Kev, two weeks and 28 applications later, he had just nine email responses, Kev. 
one follow-up phone call, and one interview with a construction company that advertised a full-time job focused on-site cleanup paying Kev $10 an hour, Kev. (laughs) But Holtz said the construction company instead tried to offer Florida's minimum wage of eight sixty-five to start, even mm. though the wage was scheduled to increase to ten dollars an hour on September thirtieth. He added that it wanted full-time availability while scheduling only part-time until Holes gained seniority. Holes said he wasn't applying for any roles he didn't qualify for. By the end of September, Kev Holes sat sent out sixty applications, received sixteen email responses, four follow-up phone calls, and a solitary interview. He shared a pie chart showing his results. Mm. He added, last point, he added that despite the claims of some businesses struggling to hire, his boss had no staffing issues during the pandemic. Nobody leaves those positions because he takes care of his people, Holes referred. He's referring to his boss. So not so much a horrible boss. So he doesn't have to chill, but everyone else has to chill. Kev, set it off, fam. We talking about research, Trek? We talking about research? <laughs> this man did his own research. If he you're going to talk about research. doing your own research, he did his own research. That, we're talking about research. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, and, and to be fair, it's anecdotal research, so we can, we can definitely kind of say that, right? He, he, but, controlled, he controlled for uh, various factors. <laughs> He didn't apply for any jobs. He was clear, you know, he 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 deemed himself not qualified for based on overriding conditions. He didn't skew the research by applying to be a biochemist <laughs> for a company that makes way too much money. You know, I th- there's what's the one question that I'm asking though, Trek? What is the one question you are asking, Kev? I I'm going I I, I hate to j- jump to conclusions based on the last name Holtz. Mm-hmm. I want to know if he is beige. <laughs> you first of all <laughs> do not remind me of my daughter. <laughs> Call <him> beige. <laughs> I like yo, I don't, I don't think he that is that's appropriate. Perhaps burnt sienna. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's actually an interesting part of the the study that I. I didn't consider. Well, considering the fact that he was a what was he a a charter boat? Uh, oh, crewman. Yeah, yeah, it's less than likely that he's black. <laughs> I'll tell you that. But we and I know there are a few of us, and I know that you guys might respond in some way. <laughs> but there's only three of you, so no. All right, don't, just just don't. You know what I mean? I've been fishing multiple times. Deep sea fishing, okay, multiple times, all right? Two. Two of us, black people. Two of us. That's out of Long Beach. (laughs) All right? So I don't want to hear that there are a bunch of black crewmen out there. (laughs) Fishing crew, fishing boat crewmen. They're not. That was a day full of bros. Hey, bro. (laughs) Exactly. Hey. Bro, can you uh, hand me the 10-pound test? Exactly. Like, yo, no weird. Nah. Wasn't no ice cube being listened to on those <laughs> boats. I'll tell you that much. Um, 
No, this is the thing I've, I've actually kind of, I'm curious about. And a couple of people have, have brought this to my attention. Now, I did have a conversation with somebody today. They work in the, um, um, I guess the advertising department. They work for like uh, a marketing department, marketing and advertising department. And they said, you know, quite a few people are, are changing chairs, right? They're, they're. Mm. What did my dog do over there to make that much noise? Anyway, um. It was like my dog. It's like he picked up something and dropped it for no reason. Uh, anyway, he said they're you know Maybe a lot of people hot. are moving around. <laughs> Maybe so. He's uh, moving around. Change, they're changing positions and what have you, right? Yep. Now where I'm sitting, what I do for a living, ain't nobody. Nobody's left. Everybody is in the same spot. We're all working from home, which is I think one of the benefits. A lot of people have been saying that they've been seeking by changing jobs. Sure. Um. But lastly, well, you know, shout out to my man Silo with more personal anecdotal, res anecdotal research. He's saying that he's seeing posts in LA for uh, jobs. Like, for example, he gave an U-Haul uh, that had signs where, you know, $18 an hour for a cashier, $19 an hour for a general worker uh, hired on the spot. Just come on in. Um, and he said he's seen the signs out there for a minute. Now, I have a hard time believing in South, I'm not calling it South Los Angeles, South Central Los Angeles, that no one's taking a $19 an hour. I just, I just have a hard time believing it. And so I think Joel Hole's research is kind of like, you know, I'm just, I'm just leaning more towards it. Now, I can't prove his research to be true. There's nothing that we can prove on this show, at least, about whether he really, you know, did the type of responses he received or whatever. Um, but it's just so hard for me to believe that no one is taking a $19 an hour job. And I'm not saying $19 an hour is the savior of the universe. I'm just saying, I, it's just hard for me. I, I feel like something is I mean, is well, what, are you, what are you saying? Something are you thinking, you think that, that they're, they're, you, they're saying that to get a lot of people, a lot of candidates to pick the best ones, they're not actually that desperate? What I'm curious of is what type of tax incentive, what type of break, what type of government subsidy a business would receive if they are unable to hire and what, what would happen i'm just curious if, if that's a thing mm. you know what i'm saying oh uh, so wait so you I also know, you know is are you saying that that um because i don't know exactly like i don't know a lot about i've heard stories about this but i also don't know like are are in small businesses required to offer jobs in in some form or fashion in order to receive the kind of relief that you know, the, the COVID, you know, sort of relief packages and you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not sure. I think a lot of the COVID relief was for employees, right. To pay employees, yeah, you know, yeah, benefits yeah. to pay employees. So it would benefit you to have multiple employees to receive mm -hmm. money that you could dole out, I guess. But, um, but now I'm just, I'm just curious. Like it, there's something, in my opinion, there's something amiss. I just don't know. Again, I don't know. I don't care how much you raise unemployment. It's not enough. It, it's just not enough, you know? So I don't know. I, I, I can't, I don't have any exact data to prove mm -hmm. that somebody's doing anything sinister with all this, like no one wants to work. But I know in West Covina now, I've, I haven't seen a shortage out here. People yeah. are working, you know? So I don't see any now hiring signs. Please come in. We'll, we'll put you to work right there, right here today. I haven't seen that out here. So um, that doesn't mean it's not happening, but I'm just curious places where it's happening. Or it's, it's strange, you know, it's just a yeah, strange thing. And it's weird to be, 
like, you know, I run a company and we pay DJs. Right. Nobody's getting rich, including us. <laughs> but, but I know, based on the kind of gigs that we offer, that the DJs are getting paid fairly. Sure. You know, some of them are worthy of getting a lot more money than we're able to pay them, but we're not killing them. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I've been, and the reason I know that is because I've been a DJ at places where I haven't gotten paid what I thought I deserved, right. which is right. subjective. <laughs> be an MC. You just, but you just that's the thing. Be a DJ, be, be any kind of like so-called talent at a place where there are waiters, busboys, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. security, doormen, And and do that long enough so you know what it's like to be at a place where at least you feel like family, even if you're not making a ton of money yep. doing that, yep. as opposed to a place where it's just like, wow, you are really, not only are you a jerk to to all of us, but at least I'm getting a little bit of money. I can right. go to the next job the next night and make mm-hmm. more money. Mm-hmm. But you're treating people who are working on basically on like tips mm-hmm. like garbage yep and i feel like those are the same people who are out there on the news complaining about how they how the you know the government has interceded and forced all these mandates or all these things on you know all these conditions on them and now that now nobody wants to uh work for them anymore they can't find people to work it's like well you know maybe you're just a jerk Maybe. And also maybe. Maybe, maybe. you're a cheap jerk, too. <laughs> That's probably the more likely thing. But, um, and there was some data that shows that now teenagers are going, are starting to find themselves back at uh, places like McDonald's and Burger King or whatever. Mm. Which was a weird, which was weirdly responded to by outrage by, uh, not outrage, but just like, and now look, they even have teenagers working there. And I'm like, but that's what it used to be. Yeah. Don't you remember Calvin? <laughs> that, yeah, that, that was the thing. Just, just, you know, 20 years ago or longer, actually, teenagers used to work at fast food restaurants. And I didn't know that people, was the thing. You know what I'm saying? Was, that was the thing. Yeah. That's that. Your first job was, you know, McDonald's or... Or, you know, gas station clerk or something like that. And then people needing to make a living and wages being what they were. People just would work two or three different. <laughs> you went from McDonald's to Burger King to Taco Bell and then you went home, right? Or whatever you did, right? By the way, at the same time, don't mistake this for me saying that I miss the days when a teenager could look at me when I ask for a couple extra napkins. Looking at me like I'm getting in the way of their dreams. <laughs> by, by asking them to do a small portion of their job. <laughs> Wasn't that your favorite thing? I don't remember it as much. I did go to McDonald's recently. Gross. And, uh, you know, I still have kids. And um, <laughs> it was teenagers working the window, or the drive through window. And I was like, whoa, I haven't seen this. It was, dude, it was like a throwback. You know what I mean? It was like yeah. seeing a Gucci outfit. Like, whoa. They still make those? You, so, know what I'm you want me to throw some New York shade? <laughs> All right. 
So there's a thing. It's not that anyone anywhere else in the world is super polite, because we're all jerks. But if you're going to order something, generally speaking, and I'm not going to say the way I was raised, just I feel like everybody that I was around in the world before I moved to New York posed the order in the form of a question, like we were on Jeopardy. Okay. Maybe you don't say, may I please have a quarter pounder with cheese, but maybe you said, can I have a quarter pounder meal? Sure. Sure. In New York, I was always like, oh, that's trippy, because it's always, give me a, is the beginning of every order. The words, give me a. Mm -hmm. Then I realized the reason why is because when the kid behind the counter looks at you with the hate and contempt of a person who has been standing on their feet for 12 hours working at a McDonald's, (laughs) you have no choice but to counteract that look. Okay, look, give me a... (laughs) Right, whatever. Whatever you're going through, give me a... (laughs) You know, quarter pound or whatever. Um, I will say this, Kev. We went from technology's gonna take all the jobs right. to nobody wants to work the jobs in rapid speed. Like we it was like zero to a hundred. I mean, mm. that's what Drake was writing about. Because it the same voices was saying this are now saying the same thing. I, I'm like, well, wait, what where are y'all? The computer? Do you want the computer? Do you not want the computer? Is it it, what's happening now? You know what I'm saying? So these these things have, have we've transitioned really quickly hmm. in this job thing. So I thought he was I thought he was writing about a fast wheelchair. <laughs> oh man. Real quick. Um, real quick. Real quick. Um so yeah, we I don't know. I don't know about, about this one. But you know, shout out to Joe Holes. He uh Joey Holes. He um He did it. He, he made did a, it. He made a pie chart. He did make a pie chart, which, you know, PowerPoint, you know, PowerPoint skills on deck. Like, you know, you got to yeah. get or or Excel skills, you know. Good job, man. Good uh, job. Have, has uh, has uh, in your personal life. Young, young one is is getting closer to that point, right, where she's going to start thinking about maybe wanting to get a little job. <laughs> yeah, OK. <laughs> she's getting to the age where she can. I don't know if she's gonna be thinking about. Oh, okay, one. okay. Yeah. <laughs> were yeah. you like that when you were, you know, fourteen, fifteen, starting to think I, about I hustles was, and I, stuff? I had my first job when I was twelve, man. I was, oh, okay. I was, I was I was delivering newspapers. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you can't really use that. Is it? You were doing what with what? What's what's a what? <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. People were like what you were throwing phones at people. Apps open. <laughs> Yeah, nah. yeah, yeah. I've been I have been working honestly, literally working every year since I was twelve years old. Either summer job or, or you know, delivering newspapers in the morning or whatever. So yeah, whole time builds character. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. The least work. Well, that's I was gonna say the most work actually is I ever did was like rapping. It was too much work. Outside of that. <laughs> And I should have just been, this is a, a public service announcement. 
not every rapper takes advantage of the like cachet of being a rapper, by the way. Hmm. I know people hate rappers because rappers don't work hard and blah, blah, blah. But, man, I was, like, setting up equipment and helping people carry in records and bags and stuff. And, man, I I actually worked talking to promoters, trying to come up with marketing, you know, going around someone, putting my Someone my had records. to do it. Right. Exactly. Y'all. The rest of y'all. You guys. Not the rapper. Well... Dreams, dreams of a diva deferred. Ah, completely deferred. I'm making spreadsheets about gas mileage and usage in Europe. God, <laughs> what a horrible way to spend my my career. All right, but let's move on. Uh, <sighs> topic two title by Kev. Goofy old punk asses. That is the actual full title, folks. <laughs> this is funny too because again my wife was actually right she actually mentioned the subject yeah. just there's something to talk to me so this is two for two week. so far yeah. Yeah. all right fair point hey, GOP new vultures. producer we got a new producer for the show no 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 we talk about <laughs> work never never working with your spouse is, is the key um yeah she mentioned that uh candace owens recently said something as well oh, uh and within the subject so gop vultures chillingly quip about prop gun death to attack alec baldwin i had a feeling as soon as i saw him of and course. I, I don't yeah that this was gonna happen and i'm not yeah i'm not saying my premonition is like so advanced but it was like yeah i knew they were gonna do this uh alec baldwin jd vance lauren uh bobert and um all the junior trumps so Donald Trump supporting politicians, would-be lawmakers, and commenters are coldly exploiting the tragic prop gun death of uh, cinematographer Halen Hutchins to attack outspoken GOP critic Alec Baldwin. And some of them are laughing as they do it. Just hours after the tragedy, Republican Senate, Senate candidate J.D. Vance quipped on Twitter to CEO Jack Dorsey, uh, let Trump back on. We need Alec Baldwin tweets. Uh, Trump was banned by Twitter after the violence of uh, the January 6th insurrection. Vance's rival in the Ohio Senate race, Tim Ryan, snapped back on Twitter. Someone died, you asshole, which is basically right. Hmm. Um, others piled on. Uh, so overheard. If you If you want to really understand that there is no soul to the GOP on Twitter. It's ghouls from J.D. Vance to Lauren Boebert are gleefully mocking Alec Baldwin for the tragedy that occurred on set. Uh, that's George Take. How do you say his last name, by the way? Take. I should know this. It's okay. Thank you. Um, Sand, uh, Sandy. <laughs> Bacham, these names, uh, you're, dis you're disgusting. A young woman died, he said. And all sorts of other responses. Um, in one of the more appalling messages, though the competition was fierce, mm -hmm. Representative Lauren Boebert, Republican, Colorado, referred to Baldwin's tweet last year in support of Black Lives Matter protesting, saying he was going to make bright yellow t-shirts that read, my hands are up, please don't shoot me. Bobert posted a screenshot of Baldwin's tweet adding, Alec Baldwin, are these still available? Asking for a movie producer. If someone hadn't died, would have been a good joke. Would have been a good joke. If somebody 
Perfect. And that died. And not to be outdone, right wing author and commenter, commentator, Candace Owens hey. gloated that nothing ball went <laughs> right. We should do that every time we see we say her name. Candace Owens. Oh. Hey. <laughs> Gloated that nothing Baldwin has said about Trump is going to age well. Literally, not one single thing that Alec Baldwin has said about Donald Trump and his supporters is going to age well, she stated. Uh, so, anyway, there you go, Kev. Ghouls. <laughs> nothing more than ghouls. It's garbage. This dude, this dude J.D. Vance, was a, a guy who... I think grew up in relatively hard conditions, you know, as hard as it can be, you know, a, a straight, straight white dude in America. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, he's relatively disadvantaged financially in his youth and sure. went on to, to do some pretty, pretty, accomplished some pretty great things, but wrote this book called The Hillbilly Elegy. which was released during the Trump presidency. And he called Trump an idiot and basically sort of tried to, to, to draw a distinction between the people that Trump was supposedly speaking to Mm -hmm. as the, the voice, the, what was it? The ignored people of America and, Mm -hmm. and the beliefs that he held and called Trump an idiot and went on, you know, this book tour to sell books. Mm -hmm. The book got, optioned and a movie was made starring Glenn Close and Amy Adams and some, you know, very well-known actors. The movie caught a brick. Evidently was not that great. I'm sure he did fine. Yeah. yeah. And he decided to turn a quarter, run for Senate and uh, completely embrace all the stuff that he talked trash about, you know, which is big, which is big. White guy Candace Owens energy. <laughs> I do not understand. I I try my best to understand Candace Owens, and I just can. I understand it, but I don't understand it. I and you know, I, I guess. she said we should invade Australia. <laughs> She's got a lot on her plate, Candace Owens. She's juggling. She's juggling a lot of balls. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> she uh, she said we should invade Australia because uh, because of the mandate mandates that they are putting on their people that they are imposing authoritarian rule upon their people. So we should invade Australia. Have you seen the spiders in Australia, Trek? Right. Yeah. No. Exactly. There were the spiders that were in. Um was it Afghanistan or whatever during Desert Storm? <laughs> oh, some man. of the people were bringing home. I can't imagine what they'd bring home from Australia. Aside from no. the fact that anytime yeah, I anytime like, I saw a friend who was in the military who was stationed in a desert leaning area, it's like <laughs> I'm not looking at that because you're gonna show me some kind of spider I don't want to look at. I don't exactly. you're not gonna show me you're not gonna show me something heartwarming. Yeah, you're gonna no. show me something gross. Yeah, the gross. Oh yeah. And they like, I think those things like the, like the, <laughs> like the warmth, like they search for warm places and the human body was perfect. So they used to crawl up under people when they slept and <laughs> like, dude, no, like, no, that's the word. It's like the opposite of what spiders do. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's my daughter. <laughs> right. Exactly. What are you, a child? A puppy? No. 
Um, listen, I I don't have a lot for this. It's it's what's to be expected. Um, I won't say that it's one sided. That that to be fair. Um, but I will say that one side seems to take the dirtier road more often than necessary. How about mm. that? That that'll be about as as fair as I'll be with that. Um, but yo, a woman lost her life, and yeah. um. You know, if that's funny to you or entertaining to you or you feel like you're not really speaking about her life during these, you know, um, okay, that's, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But I, I just, I really think that this probably isn't the time. And Probably, but, probably not, but let's be fair. If it was Gina Carano doing a Ben Shapiro joint and she had shot a fake gun, supposedly fake gun, and, and shot somebody... I'm sure that there would be several people exactly, exactly, with the blue uniform exactly. on that would have, uh, you know, yep. talked about yep. uh, Second Amendment uh, Yo, uh, modification. Speaking of which, did you read it? I should, we should talk about this on the show. I Actually, I wanted to talk about this on the show, but I said, you know, I've talked about her too much. I think her show is like postponed or canceled or not canceled, but uh, delayed for fear of like media destroying her. Uh, the the production of it or something like that. What show? The, the whatever she's working on with Ben Shapiro, her movie or show or whatever. Oh, really? Working. Oh, I thought yeah, that, I thought um, I thought that she was originally supposed to play uh, Anakin, and then they got Hayden Christensen to play <laughs> play him <laughs> She, um, she would, yeah. Uh, she's a sad case, but I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna dial that up as a topic next next uh, episode. Okay, because it should be interesting. So people care because yeah, people really care. I mean, you know, I care. <laughs> All right, so topic three, topic title: Do you know who I am? Asked <laughs> the ninja. <laughs> a ninja with a sword assailed. A, I, you know what? I almost. Okay, a ninja with a sword assailed a U.S. Army Special Operations Unit in California. NPR.org report, reports this players involved in this are the Special Ops Unit and, and a ninja in need of recognition. That is, wow. Uh, it seems unlikely, Kev, but it did indeed happen. A man Talk about it. wearing full ninja garb attacked members of a U.S. Army Special Operations Unit in the middle of the night in the California desert, setting off a scramble for safety and resulting in at least two injuries, according to police and other reports. The incident occurred a little after 1 a.m. on uh, September 18th when authorities in Ridgecrest, California, got word of a sword-wielding man dressed as a ninja on the loose in the... Uh, <laughs> you laughed as soon as you saw it. In Yokern Airport in Kern County, uh, north of Los Angeles, far north of Los Angeles. Kern County's <laughs> sheriff's deputies found the uh, suspect had assaulted a victim at the scene with a sword uh, and thrown a rock through a hangar window, hitting an additional victim in the head. Jeez, might have actually been a ninja. The victims are members of the 160th Special Operations Aviation, Aviation Regiment, according to the Stars and Stripes newspaper, which states that the military personnel were at the airport as part of a training exercise. Um, 
The incident reportedly quickly drew attention after it was posted on Instagram. It describes how a staff sergeant was smoking a late-night cigarette near an airport hangar when an unknown person wearing full ninja garb approached him with a question. Do you know who I am? The man asked. The sergeant said he did not. Do you know where my family is? The man asked. The sergeant said he did not know. The person in the ninja garb began to slash at him with a katana sword. (laughs) The report states, adding that the sergeant's leg and phone were struck. The sergeant ran, jumped a fence, and reached a building where he joined others from his company. As he and the captain locked doors and called 911, the assailant kicked and punched the doors and windows, according to the report, which has redacted the service members' names. We can keep going on this, but uh, <laughs> the ninja also did not obey the deputy's orders, in case anybody was <laughs> with Nate Bonnie. <laughs> Got there. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, he was arrested for attempted hob. Uh, let's see. Hold on. He dropped the sword. He dropped the sword when he was tasered. I'm just kind of skipping through this. All right. So, he was identified as Gino Rivera, the <laughs> most Japanese name that you will ever find in the history of all ninjas. Uh, Rivera was arrested for attempted homicide, assaulting with a deadly weapon, brandishing a weapon, brandishing a weapon with the intent <laughs> to resist or prevent arrest, along with vandalism, obstructing justice or delaying peace oh. performances of their duties and cultural appropriation. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, there we go. Kev oh, man. if there's anything that ninjas are known for, it's dialogue. <laughs> that's why that's why i love <laughs> good point <laughs> excellent point if there was a scoreboard the scoreboard would have went up <laughs> do, 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 he, he, this is the only ninja in the world who feels like he needs a better pr <laughs> rep <laughs> do you know who do i am <laughs> am i supposed to know who you are See, this is one of those things where I have to say, um, shout out to to my people from the armed forces, because that is a lot of restraint to just lock the doors, knowing I got guns and weapons and everything at my disposal to just lock the doors and call them. You know who I feel bad for? I feel bad for their command. They're on a they're during they're doing train. They're going through training. So for the rest of the time they're there, every morning they're going to wake up and the commanding officer is going to say, are you ready for everything that you have to mentally prepare for today? And they're going to say, what, Sarge? Ninjas? (laughs) Sir? We heard there would be spiders. (laughs) We were not told. We were not told about was ninjas. Quick question. Yes. How do we prepare for ninjas? <laughs> you don't. Has, has, has the Department of Defense prepared any anti ninja technology? <laughs> there is there is none. There is none. Um, you have to feel like. Do you know where my family is? Was the crazy one. Like, do you know where my family Yeah. Like, yo, that's. Yeah. That might be no. most cap time, yo. <laughs> like, we might have. To, yo, you know what? Yeah. I just start shooting. Yeah. I, I mean, didn't know what was going this is, on. 
is special ops. You want him to just take the cigarette that he's smoking and just sort of, you know, well, use that not to... That, not that special. Cause, uh, give him... Yeah. Because... <laughs> <laughs> His bro brought a katana I mean, blade. Like, they was like, why, and why did he want everybody to know him? Was he just like, did he just like fly in and just throwing <laughs> business cards, like throwing stars? Like, what was going on? It's just what like, it's like flyers. It's just, <laughs> they didn't identify him by like his face and records. It's like he threw out the business. He said, okay, this is who I am. <laughs> He's by the way. The, actually, I wanted to write, a, I had a, um, project that I was going to do with my kid during quarantine when we had nothing else to do, but we never got it off the ground because I realized that the idea was had already been done. Mm-hmm. We were going to write a children's book called The Loudest Ninja. Ah, uh, okay. I think this guy would have been the perfect <laughs> subject. Like, I feel like he just jumped over the fence in the ninja garb. Which is like an air horn. You pew, 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 pew. Are there <laughs> a a ninja's air horn <laughs> would be like silence, right? <laughs> it's like <laughs> the how do other ninjas feel about this? Bent, <laughs> bent, <laughs> heated. Just like, yo, you are giving us a bad name. He is the Nelly of ninjas. <laughs> facts. <laughs> facts B. Straight facts. You know what I'm saying? Dead, dead ass. Dead ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, what's the... I, I don't know the cartoon off the top of my head, but you know they when they... They'll have a character say, like, I love your New York accent and, and say something <laughs> else in the beginning. Yo, the first one I ever saw, I'm not sure if it was the first one ever, but the first one I ever saw was, like, one word. She said that, and then dude <laughs> leaned over, technically, and said, dead ass. And I think I laughed for, like, 40 <laughs> minutes, yo. That was the first one I, first time I ever seen that. And I just, I don't think I stopped laughing for like hours. I was like, yo, that was perfect. Now they come with like full on paragraphs. He's like, oh, come on, this ain't funny no more. It was funny when it was one word. But, um, give me a six yo. piece nuggets. <laughs> right? Yeah. The global economy is failing because Bitcoin, it, like, yo, yo, stop. Stop trying to educate me during memes. Mets um, in 2022. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, <laughs> New York, chill, chill, New York, chill out. It's got a bunch of bunch of ninjas with Tim's on. Pew pew pew. <laughs> Jumping over my fence. From, <laughs> like I want, like I want ninjas to go far. You know, L.A. makes everything ridiculous. It, like <laughs> I realized this about L.A. A lot of and a lot of my you know my peers would make fun of us out here and how. You know, we, we're, you know we why? Because we, we are goofy. We are pretty goofy. And we, we put extras on everything. Like, think about it. Like, our criminal activity comes with a dance. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> our biggest criminal organization, two largest criminal organizations have had dance battles. 
Wait, what's the LAPD's dance? <laughs> right? Death? The dance of death? Sheriff's Department? <laughs> but yes. The, a little square okay, dance, our, square our dance our second, rap. One of our top five, two of our top five largest <laughs> uh, criminal was, organizations. Apologies, apologies, Crips. <laughs> driving you down in the rankings. Sorry. That's true. That's true. Yeah, there's it comes with a dance. But I imagine Crip Ninjas. That's the one of the first things <laughs> that popped in my head. And I was like, these are the most these are the least quiet ninjas of, of all ninjas across the world. <laughs> these ninjas would have to let you know where they were oh, at all times. Oh uh, the <laughs> the rag outfit ninja suit. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Quick, Rap Sucks Radio Halloween costume suggestions. Crip, Crip and Blood Ninjas. Crip Ninjas. <laughs> Only in states where you don't die wearing it, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> just, just to be fair. Idaho, you guys are on. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the nation, buckle up oh, a little bit. Man. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get to the Sakota ones. So uh, if you guys are not familiar, man, we do this at the end of the show. Um, these are called Sakota ones. I drop one line, uh, you know, headlines. One, uh, one, one. <laughs> I put one. Um, Kev will, you know, respond with a one line or just, you know, some uh, clever Sakota isms. But these, I will admit, are probably closer to topic titles mm. than they are um, anything else. So, I'm all right. Not so sure. you may you may have to describe a little bit about him then. Um, well, I just want you to go off the title of this, though. Before we go into any description, I just want you to go. Okay. Okay. You know, okay. just what what came to your mind when this was a headline <laughs> that crossed my Google stream? Okay. All right. People aren't meant to talk this much. Correct. People should shut the fuck up. up. <laughs> That's almost exactly what I thought you would say. Like, yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> right? Um, so the, the gist of this uh, was an article in The Atlantic, which basically stated that um, that basically we talk too much and we have too many friends based on social media and that this is not normal for human beings. Um, there's a fixed amount of people you should talk to. I think they said 150 mm -hmm. at the most. And uh, most people talk to more people than that. So we're actually not meant to talk as much as we talk. Now, this yeah. is me very much paraphrasing this article. But yes. you're, spread, you're spreading yourself too thin. You t you're so popular. You're spreading yourself too thin. It's like, yo, shut up. That period. No matter what the situation is, be quiet. That's mm -hmm. as we've been talking for an hour on this show at this point. Um, okay. Let's go to one number two and second and final. Let's go to one. Liberian teen becomes a hero for finding and returning fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, I I only know one Liberian person in the world. Okay, so I certainly have do not have a sample size adequate to characterize the inhabitants of Liberia. But I think it's a uniquely outside of America factual piece of knowledge to know that if you find 50 stacks wrapped in a plastic bag, you know that you walked into the story a, a couple, two, three chapters deep. Yeah. And it is completely up to you whether you're going to get your family killed before the end of the book. 
So return the money. Figure out who it belongs to. But I read the story. Okay. And the person who he gave the money back to gave him $1,500 as a reward. That's a, is that an adequate amount? That's a, it's a, that's, that's 3%. That's, that's less of a VIG yeah, than like a new 5, real estate 000, agent. 5,000 would have been. Yeah. Little, you know, 10%. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's, you know, that's light work, right? Like, yeah. yeah. 5,000 would have been it. Yeah. But, you know, good for him for being a good person. Considering, you know, he comes from a country called Liberia. <laughs> the only li- <laughs> good job kev good job um thank you the only liberian i'm familiar with is the girl that michael jackson talked about so just to be clear i have zero <laughs> knowledge of the zero knowledge of liberian people or any struggle and or non-struggle they go through but i will say that 50 stacks sounds like something that a drug drug kingpin would have so the young man did not just become a hero to the people, to the people, as a good person, he likely, like you said, became a hero to his family, right? Um, because if, in, uh, I'm saying that if I'm walking through the park and I find fifty thousand dollars wrapped up in a plastic bag, I'm terrified, and I'm trying to figure out how I need, to, how am I going to put this back, and who saw me pick this up? I'm just keeping it real, because uh, a lot of gang graffiti where I'm at. And somebody about to die, and it ain't gonna be me. Mm-hmm. That being said, um, here's the thing: Did they want to publicize that it was returned to them, and who returned? Like, you know what I'm saying? If you're the if you're the person who dropped, or was dropping off, or was in the middle of a handoff, or had a secret handoff spot, and a young man found your handoff spot and brought it back to you. I don't know if you really want the public to know <laughs> like who you are. You know what I'm saying? And that little boy returned that money to you. I'm just saying. Well, maybe but, you don't you know, care. Maybe you don't care. You got power. Got guns, got guns too. <laughs> All right, I guess. I just I've always had that. Not always, that's crazy. But um, I mean, I've heard like little little stories. I don't know if they're true or not, of people like finding, you know, um money wrapped in a, like a you know, grocery store bag in, in an alleyway and taking it, you know what I'm saying? Not realizing that basically they ended somebody's life <laughs> by taking that that bag. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, I'm not. Um no. I'm scared. I'm scared right now. I ain't even I'm found I'm it. scared to talk about it. Yeah, me too. Like you know what? We should I didn't even do stop. anything. <laughs> I'm a completely different right continent. Right. I didn't do right it. Here. Right I moved it. I moved it slowly to several different <laughs> hidden places, just yards away from where it was originally found. And I but came back it, weeks later. <laughs> this is the question, though. I, I mean, depending upon how large the young man's family is, you find a 50K, right? Hmm. Like, where's the airport? You know what I'm saying? And how much does it cost to bounce? Oh, you just trying to get out? I mean, I again, I don't know if the if the circumstances of his area are places that he would need to get out of. I he could be basically in a suburb of Liberia. I have no idea. But Probably my good. question is, yeah, might go to the airport and just be like, "Give me a quarter pounder with cheese." 
right? <laughs> get stared back, get get stared at by a teenager because things are going well. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but if this if if I'm if I'm developing a story in any any part of the world where um, where circumstances are not so beautiful, mm. I mean, shoot straight to the counter and buy a ticket. You know what I'm saying? Buy yeah. five tickets, get your family out, and be out. Maybe you live in maybe you live in Ridgecrest, California. That's true too. Yeah, Kern County, maybe. Yeah, Where get yourself a sword. Yeah, get a katana. Do you know who I am? I'm the one that found the fifty thousand. You know what I'm saying? Um, all right, yo, I I have a closing thought here. Yeah. By the way, um. And it's not related to anything dope or anything like that. But I will oh, say this. The, <laughs> it makes for good programming. Yeah, it's, it's, people love it. You tune out now. Whatever. Um, we're getting back to normal, right? Whatever normal is going to be going forward, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that you guys are a bit too comfortable already. That's what and I was I gonna say. What are you talking about? Kinda, no, no. Listen, I, we're, kids are in school. You're able to go eat inside a restaurant. I'm talking just normal things we used to be able to do. We're able to do under you know the best safety that we can. You know, we're washing our hands. We're doing the things. We're wearing masks. We're getting back to some form of normality. I. That's all I'm trying. I'm starting to say. I'm trying. I'm doing the best I can here, Kev. Give me. Give me a break. But I think you guys are a bit too comfortable. And and I'm not saying that you don't go to the mall or go wherever you're going to go. We've, we're, you know, my family is kind of out and about, you know, maybe not as much as before, but enough. And y'all standing hella close. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And here's the thing. I, I wasn't super hype about y'all standing close before there was a disease, or I'm sorry, a virus that was going around, you know, yeah. you know, possibly, you know, now with a lower percentage chance than before, but at one point, an almost a two percent chance of killing people. And you say two percent is not a lot until you start counting millions of people, right? But I'm in the store, and um, it's a long line, and that's that's how things work. That's how things work. Sometimes the lines are long, and it's it's uncomfortable, it's inconvenient, but the line is long. And I have a shopping cart, which provides me a certain amount of distance, no matter what, from the person in front of me. But I would have kept a distance regardless, right? And a family, not an individual, but an mm. entire family, gets behind me. Mm. And all of you seem like we were shopping together. Now, this is the third time I've been in this situation where I had to just kindly say, and it's all, none of it has resulted in any altercation. It's just simply, um, I'm sorry, guys. Can you, can you please back up just a little bit? I, it's, I've even said, and it's not even about COVID and this. It's just, it's just I, I just, you know, need a little bit of room. Can you back the rocker up? <laughs> right. <laughs> can you just, are y'all serious? So, I leave you guys with this. <laughs> are y'all serious right now? Like, are y'all really, is, are all of y'all serious, right? Is Who, are y'all serious right now? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This should be the, it, this, 
I said this at the beginning of all of this. The guideline should be, look at the person in front of you in line and, and, and gauge roughly how much space they are leaving between them and the person in front of them Fair. and overshoot that amount of space. Kill it. In how much space you leave between you and them. <sighs> then every, it's all Jesus. It's all, it's all good. It's all good. That's not how it works. <laughs> Y'all are standing too close. And I'm, I'm saying this on Rap Sucks Radio so that anybody listening to this knows. It ain't even got nothing to do with COVID. Y'all just too close. Period. But you know I mean, how, how, how much we actually know this, though, I think as humans? I don't think everybody knows it. Clearly, there are some ignorant people. Or maybe it's just a talent that I have. But with a mask on in a store, I looked at somebody in back of me in line. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's the pause. Maybe it's the look. Maybe it's the eyes. But I didn't say anything. And I got an apology. And I got a back off. <laughs> Mm-mm. I had to tell a whole family, two little ones, man. They look yeah. cool. They look like cool kids. Mm-hmm. I should be like, yo, I'm sorry, y'all. Can y'all back up just a little bit, man? Like, oh, you know, it's usually, oh, oh, my bad. Like, nobody was, nobody was, yeah, uh, nobody, was, nobody was, was brolic. Nobody tripped out. Everybody just kind of realized that they were really comfortable. And that's my point. Y'all too comfortable. You know what I mean? So when this whole thing ends in, in, in whatever amount of years, I say like three to five to be square with you. Uh-huh. And we're all like really actually comfortable, like nothing ever happened. Um, that's why I'm saying three to five years. Uh, let me ask take, you y'all something. still going to be standing too close. Well, that's the thing. I, um, and I don't want to put anybody on blast, KC, but um, <laughs> I was invited to go to a sold out show on a sold out tour at the Forum. Hmm. Where I would have very likely had premium access, probably free parking, if I asked, to see an artist that I I I'm not gonna name J Cole and Twenty One Savage, um, <laughs> like not asked, like invited to go. Like, aren't you gonna come? Right. If you would gauge my response, like if you would put my response in the blocks next to Usain Bolt, <laughs> the nah that came out of my mouth <laughs> would have won every medal, every gold medal from here back to about 1937. Okay, so this is funny because I was going to say... Yo, we should meet up at Tavern next week or, or whatever, right? But I, this is what I expect to happen. If we ever, if we decided to do that, I just feel like we would walk up to Tavern. It would be packed and we'd be like, all right, so where else are we going to go drink? Like, this is, we're not going in there. So, you know what I'm saying? So we got to go at like 11 o'clock in the morning or 12, right when it's time to drink. Like, all right, it's 1030. You ready? Yeah, this morning drink. You know what I'm saying? Morning shot because this is where we, because I am not going to walk up to no bar or nothing. It's it's packed. We we walked up, uh, my man Tosh, um, not my man Tosh, my folks was in town. We, um, 
we thought about going to BJ's. Uh. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it was like, yo, BJ's was packed. So we just drank where we was at. Like, uh. let's get some brews and we'll drink right here. Because uh. no, the answer is no. <laughs> Like, no, nah, I'm just, but it, but that's the thing. We're we're way over time now, but that's the thing. That's why I wanted to do this kind of PSA thing because I I just don't think I think there are a lot of factors in this, and that's why the second time this happened to me, I was like, yo, it's not even really about COVID, y'all. Like I'm saying, stop. I was like, yo, this is not even really about COVID. It's just kind of like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm getting older. I don't want you to be that close to me. You know what I'm saying. I'm black. I don't want you to be that close to me. You know what I'm saying. COVID, I don't want you to be that close to me. And just in general, I'm from California where there's a lot of space. I don't want you to be that close. Like all these factors are, are, you know, impressed upon the fact, or, you know. Just, I don't want to be within knife distance. (laughs) Or or ninja sword distance. Listen, do you know who I am? I don't want you to be able to surreptitiously put your business card in my pocket without me knowing. (laughs) The amount of Secret hair touches that have happened have have made me have already had me. Yeah. Oh, that's I'm so gross. That's yeah, so gross. It's always why were you at kids. why were you hanging out at Bonnaroo or were you at some sort of Etsy <laughs> yeah, this is, convention? What this was is, going on? This is, well, I told you the gas station story, which I can always <laughs> repeat. But yeah, it's been grocery store situations most of the time as kids, but you know, it's been the occasional adult. Um, <laughs> Actually, I've, 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 I know I'm not the only person with locks that it happens to, uh, so I, I know that for sure, but I might be one of the people it happens to more You were, you were at an American Girl store? What was, <laughs> what was going on? <laughs> All right, man. Yo, this has been Rapsucks Radio, man. We appreciate y'all tuning in. You can catch past episodes of Rapsucks Radio on <laughs> rapsucksradio.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. You can also catch us on TV on BTS and Behind the Scenes Network. What you do is you download the Apple channel or your Roku or any of your Amazon Fire devices. Click on the Apple channel and we are right there. Me, you folks, Kev, man. Rapsucks Radio, BTS, and Behind the Scenes Network. We want in. I am your homeboy, Trek Life. And that over there... Is your fam Kev Black Korea? God, dog. Who makes this show more ridiculous by the second? <laughs> we will catch y'all next time on the count of three. We say peace. One, two, three. Peace. peace. We out, y'all. Be cool, man. Be cool. Yeah, be cool. Stay away from me. Back up. Back up. Spread out. Spread out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We out.